The moment he said this, everyone fell silent, because he really hit the nail on the head. In the past two days, there really wasn't anyone who came to give Shelian a hand. This water merchant had at least had the mind to help. He just didn't make it. But the others didn't even spare a glance in his direction. Someone grumbled. Then what should we do now? If we can't do this, then why don't you come up with something? The crowd was about to get rowdy again, some even trying to push themselves through to the front. And just then, another voice shouted savagely. Who's making all this racket? If anyone wants to get rough, this ancestor's got a knife. When they looked, it was a chubby chef who was the first one who wanted to pull out the sword on the first day that Chilean fell from the sky. Something seemed to have provoked him, and he roared. That little buddy is right. If it wasn't several people holding me back yesterday, I would have almost pulled out that sword. And now, how come before I even moved? You lot are the ones making the most noise. Pathetic. Think you're worthy? Well, you certainly don't see such shameless thick skins every day. That chef was a big man, his voice loud and clear, and he was in the height of his anger, a butcher knife in his hand, as if he only just came out of the kitchen. The ones who were complaining the loudest earlier instantly didn't dare to make any more noise. There were those who didn't know what had happened the past couple of days, and after they inquired, they were all surprised. No way, none of you went up to help? Yeah, you all just left him lying there for two days? Didn't even help him sit up or anything? The more they spoke, the more the others felt ashamed. And they countered, Don't speak as if you would have gone up to help, and say all those pretty things after the fact. Don't forget, when those ghastly things descend later, none of us will get away. Huh, <laughs> then I'll tell you, if I was there, I would have definitely helped him pull out the sword. Of course it's easy moving your lips after the whole thing is over. Wait, what are you all arguing over? Pulling out the sword isn't the problem right now. As they argued, both sides were rambunctious and unruly, a brawl waiting to happen, and the rain also slowly stopped. However, those black clouds were growing thicker, and the pressure so dense it was suffocating the hundreds of people below. Suddenly, there was a scream that exploded from within the crowd, and many fingers pointed to the sky. It's coming, they shouted. Shillian's head also shot up. Those human faces rolling within the black clouds suddenly started surging, and they rapidly plunged down like black shooting stars, dragging long tails behind them. The human face disease was coming. The crowd was petrified and they lost themselves. Some bolted, some went to hide inside houses, and there were also a few who went to grab for the black sword. However, the black sword that was knocked to the ground had vanished since who knows when, and they came up empty. Shillian was too shocked by the people's reactions earlier, and only now did he notice this. He exclaimed, 
Where's the sword? Who took it? No one had the time to answer, since everyone was fleeing in all directions. However, how could they possibly be faster than the falling resentful spirits? Soon, all around, there came the wails and screams of the living and the howls of the resentful spirits. After those resentful spirits had caught up to the living, they were like rolling thick black smoke, unrelenting and clingy entering through every pore, slowly melding into their bodies. Shelian fought arduously, trying to drive them out, but alas, there were still too many resentful spirits, and he alone couldn't drive all of them out. He watched helplessly, as countless before him wailed and howled, as they were chased down by the ghosts. That little water merchant and his wife, and that chubby chef, were also rolling all over the ground, wrestling with the entanglement of black smoke. All the while, white no face stood close by, jeering unceasingly, watching it all. Shillian was both furious and anxious, and stealing his heart, he roared to the place that was densest with resentful spirits. Hey! He was the mastermind behind their awakening, after all. And with this call, those creatures very naturally noticed him. Shillian opened his arms wide. Come to me. The resentful spirits that had already tangled up the living hesitated, undecided on whether they should go over. But the resentful spirits still in the air instantly changed course and went straight for Shillian. Success. Shelian's heart was beating so fast it was going to stop. He didn't know what would happen, and he didn't know what would become of him either. But, by just all the blood rushing to his head, he was going to give it his all. He felt, even if it was only striving for vindiction, and he got beaten black and blue, he would still never back away. Even if another hundred thousand souls of the dead were to come, he would still be invincible. You want to see me feel sorry for myself and self-destruct? Well, I won't. I will never. Swarms of the black tide that covered the heavens to the earth surrounded Shelian, and a resentful spirit wailed as it passed through his body. In an instant, it was as if Shelian's heart had frozen, and his body shuddered. Soon after, a second one came, then a third one. Those creatures were like blades with sharp auras, striking through him, penetrating his body, and every time they'd take away a bit of what warmth he had left. And Shelian's face grew paler and paler. Nevertheless, he remained determined and never backed away. It had only been a few hundred of them. He had only stood his ground for a bit, and there would be many more after. This entire sky full of black clouds were all them. Shelian closed his eyes, preparing to take on the flaming fury of all the resentful spirits by his own power. Yet unexpectedly, the next resentful spirit never came. Confused, he opened his eyes, and to his surprise, the black tide surrounding him 
had vanished. Since they had all transformed into a rolling black cart and had been sucked away in a different direction. Stunned, Shalian turned his head to look. At the end of the long street stood a black-clad warrior, and in his hand he gripped that long, black sword. Wuming? Shilian had given him the order beforehand to walk away while Shilian activated the human-based disease. So why would he appear here, in this place, at this time? Shilian couldn't figure out what was going on and what that black-clad warrior was doing here. But after being stunned for a moment, he immediately charged toward him, running. He shouted, Wait! Wait! What are you doing? Don't touch that! Give me back the sword! The black-clad warrior seemed to have heard his voice and looked up slightly. Shilin couldn't see his real face and only saw that mask with a drawn smile. However, a strange feeling came to him. He felt that, beneath the mask of that black-clad warrior, he was smiling for real. However, that feeling was fleeting. The enormous black torrent and the screaming tide mixed together to form a tempest, and it gathered, swallowing that black-clad warrior whole in an instant. In that moment, Shilian heard a heart-wrenching, blood-curdling scream. He seemed to have heard this voice from somewhere before. He must have heard this voice somewhere before. Painful. It was so painful, like he was feeling the same agony. So painful, it was a fate worse than death. So painful that both his heart and his body were going to be crushed. So painful that he fell heavily to the ground on his knees, hugging his head as he screamed along too. That explosion of excruciating pain in his heart came suddenly and left equally fast, and after an unknown time had passed, silence slowly descended upon his surroundings. Shilian had also gradually dropped the hands that were hugging his head. Slightly dazed, he looked up and scanned his surroundings. All around, the ground was covered with people, most of them unconscious. But all the resentful spirits entangling them had vanished. This scene confused him. What happened to the human face disease? What happened to the resentful spirits? What happened to himself? There was no trace of that black torrent left either. The only thing that remained where that black-clad nameless ghost had stood was a black sword that had fallen to the ground. And next to the point of the blade, there was a tiny, small, white flower. Shilin crawled up staggeringly and walked over, picking up that flower and the sword. He felt his face, looked at his arm, and didn't feel anywhere on his body that seemed different, like he had taken on some powerful curse. Just as he was still mystified, a sudden voice came from behind him. It said softly, Ah. Oh. Shilian turned back, and Weichner's face was standing behind him, his arms crossed and tucked in his sleeves. 
his expansive sleeves fluttering in the wind. Shilin hadn't yet processed what had happened, but he felt a vague sense of foreboding. White Snow Face glanced at him and started chuckling. That sense of foreboding was growing stronger, and Shilin knitted his brows. What are you laughing about? White Snow Face asked him instead. You still don't understand what has happened? What? Shilin asked. You don't know who that ghost is? White Snow Face asked. Uh, a soul of the dead from the battlefield? Shillian tried. Yes, White No Face replied. But at the same time, he was also your very last believer in this world. Now, he's no more. Believer? Did he actually still have a believer in this world? It was a good moment before Shillian could squeeze out a few words. He said staggeringly, What do you mean, no more? White No Face replied languidly. His soul has dispersed. Shillian was having a hard time accepting this. How did his soul just disperse? Because he was cursed on your behalf. The souls of the dead you summoned have devoured him whole, leaving not a crumb left, White No Face said. The souls of the dead he summoned Cursed on his behalf? White No Face continued. Oh yes, that's right. It also wasn't the first time you've met him. Shillian watched him in a daze. White No Face seemed to be amused. This ghost seemed to have always followed you. At first, I only thought it possessed a rather deep resentment. So I caught it and interrogated it. Who knew? The answers were quite interesting. The Jongyuan Festival, the Lantern Light, a wandering ghost fire soul. Do you still remember? Shillian mumbled. The Jongyuan Festival, Lantern Light, wandering ghost fire soul. White No Face hinted lazily. This ghost in life was a soldier under your command. In death, it was the soul of the dead that followed you. He died in battle for you, turned into a vicious ghost because you were pierced by a hundred swords. But also, because of you, his soul perished by your unleashing of the human face disease. Shillian seemed to vaguely recall something, but he hadn't even seen the face of this believer. He didn't even know his name. So what could he really recall? How much could he really recall? Perhaps there are truly believers here who worship your highness. Yes, there was. And he was the only one. White No Face seemed to have said many other things, but Shillian was lost in a daze, taking nothing in. Until finally, White No Face said, A god like you really is quite pathetic and laughable. And to be your believer, he's even more pathetic and laughable. To the extreme. 
When he was mocking Shillian earlier, Shillian had no reaction. But when he heard this creature so condescendingly comment on how his believer was pathetic and laughable, it was as if Shillian was jolted awake by a stabbing sword. An uncontrollable rage rolled up. He charged over, but was easily seized, and White in her face said coldly, You can't win against me like this. How many times must I tell you before you see the truth? Shillian hadn't wanted to win against him in the first place, and it didn't matter if he couldn't win. He only simply wanted to beat that thing to a pop. He cried angrily, What do you know? What do you know? How dare you mock him? White in her face replied, Why wouldn't I dare mock a follower of a failure? You're foolish, and your believer is even more foolish. Listen up. If you wish to defeat me, then you must obey my teachings. Otherwise, you shall never dream of winning against me. Shillian wanted to spit at him with everything he had, but even breathing was a difficulty. White in her face flipped his hand and opened it, and within his palm, another cry-smiling mask appeared. Now, let us start over. He was just pressing this mask onto Shillian's face, when unexpectedly, right at that moment, there was a loud rumbling. On the horizon, lightning flashed and thunder roared, and a strange light shot out from the layers of the cloud. White in her face was alarmed and stopped in his action. What's this? A heavenly calamity? After a pause, he dismissed it. No, that's not it. That wasn't it. It was a heavenly calamity, but that wasn't the only thing. The voice of a man resounded deeply from the entire sky. If he cannot win against you, how about me? Shillian's head shot up. Since who knows when, a young martial god, donned in white armor and brimming with propitious aura, had appeared at the end of the long street ahead. A thin layer of white spiritual light enveloped his body, and he held a sword in his hand as he walked toward them step by step, breaking out a path of light in this gloomy, Dark world. Shilin widened his eyes in spite of himself. It was Jun Wu.